I'd like to make the observation, just continuing on with KV and Fiorella's conversation, <clears throat> that what the world that's watching this, and I have my news mix, which is four news channels and two weather channels, courtesy uh, DirecTV, uh, all, all on one screen. My news mix is showing on all four of the news channels. They have been carrying the funeral of the Queen, Queen Elizabeth II, since it began earlier this morning. Uh, well, it began early, early our time, but midday uh, in London. Uh, and that include they actually broadcast part of the uh, religious part of the ceremony, which was inside uh, Westminster Abbey. I believe. Uh, here's what I noticed that was missing. Okay, so they're having a uh, memorial in uh, Washington, D.C., in Mordor on the Potomac. And Trump will be, uh, uh, President Trump, Trump will be attending that. Here's what I noticed. And here's what I believe was missing from this. And most of the world would not know this. Most of the world would not ask for it. Most of the world wouldn't, uh, if it saw it, wouldn't recognize it. But if it saw it, it would be magnificent. And the queen's death may have done many, many, many souls, lots and lots and lots of good. It was missing the elements, the solemn, the solemnity, and the beauty of a Catholic Requiem Mass. Now, I know I'm not supposed to say that, especially on a, the start of a week on a Monday. But I got to do it. I got to do it. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Better church, please! You can't just beat us over the head with this kind of stuff on a Monday! Why not? Would be okay if I did it on Tuesday? Post-liberalism, and that's the age in which we live, has rejected the four final things. Death, Judgment, heaven, or hell. For over 1,500 years, almost 1,600 years, all of the Western world knew of and lived, now not everyone, their lives 
knowing that the four final things are going to happen. There's nothing I can do about it. There's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing Henry VIII could do about it. No one could stop. No human can avoid, except for Our Lady, the four final things. And that includes... Queen Elizabeth. Stephen Klugowitz has this at the Imaginative Conservative from January 27, 2016, the top 10 greatest requiem masses. Brother Andre Marie and I have talked about this on a Wisdom Wednesday. Some of the greatest music in the history of the human race has been composed for requiem masses. Klugowitz, the Roman Catholic Mass for the Dead. The re and, and look, the reason I'm talking about this, because it, it, is, or it is out of respect for <clears throat> the repose of the soul of Queen Elizabeth II. We don't know what's in someone's heart when they die. And we cannot anticipate, nor can we make a judgment on God's judgment. That's his does it matter what I think? Does it matter what you think? Does it matter what I say? And it doesn't matter what you say. Ultimately, in the final judgment, God makes the decision. That's that's uh, Mercy is his domain. So this is not the, uh, are you saying that you think she died? Nope, not saying anything. I'm not allowed to. I'm verboten. It's verboten to say anything. All I can say is that maybe she converted in her final moment. Maybe she begged for mercy. I don't know. Neither do you. I'm always reminded when David Bowie died and Joseph Pierce wrote a, a very, very scathing piece about Bowie, the cradle Catholic who fell away and rejected the faith and did all of these things, you know, the rock stars kind of do, and that what a waste it had been because he had this massive talent that he could have used it for other purposes, and it was a shame that he died in the state of ignominy and in denial of the faith, only to find out that through his wife, Suzanne, she informed Joseph that people had been writing, but no one was reading that David Bowie had a very late in life near his death. I bet K.V. Turley would, probably knows about this. He might have even written about it because K.V. Bi uh, biographies, people like Bowie, maybe not Bowie, but uh, Joseph wrote about it, and he wrote a mea culpa, mea culpa, that apparently at the end of his life, Bowie reconsidered his way. And near the end of his life, very near the end, he may have returned to the faith. So, this is what we, you, you, you pray. Eternal rest grant unto her, O God, let perpetual light shine upon her. May she rest in peace. Amen. Requiash in pace. That's what R.I.P. means. When you see R.I.P., that's Latin. <laughs> Pat yourself on the back. You know some Latin. 
If we all lived our lives, as my mentor, Brother Francis, reminds us in his series on ethics in the Philosophy of Perennis lecture series, if we all lived our lives knowing that our souls were eternal and that wherever we find, whichever side of the four final things you wind up on, through God's grace, hopefully, on the side of the kingdom of heaven, of God's kingdom, you will know if they achieve the same. Any soul that you meet here in this existence, you will know them again in eternity. And the things that you do against, especially things that might aggravate their pursuit of a holy death and a blessed eternity will be known for eternity. Can't undo them. People would conduct their lives and their affairs in a very different manner. And this is really the message. This is what Christ came to convey when he was born of the Blessed Virgin Mary and the Word was made flesh. So uh, I was asking Brother Andre, I know he'll get back to me, um, to recommend some Requiem Mass music because some of the most beautiful music in the world has been written for Requiem Masses. And the reason why this is, uh, the, that, uh, this is important is because when we lose the attachment, when we lose the, uh, the, the, the knowledge, the admission, the acknowledgement, if you will, that the four final things are going to happen and you want to be on the good side of it in everything that you do, That affects people's behavior. We're human. We're fallen. We're a result of the fall, rather. And we had to spend all of our time trying to get to the good side of the four final things. The Roman Catholic Mass for the Dead, the Requiem, sometimes called Misa Pro Defunctus, or Defunctu, or Messa de Morts, is surely the most dramatic of liturgical forms and has inspired countless composers from medieval times to the present. What the Czech composer Antonin, uh, Antonin Dvorak, a devout Roman Catholic, said in regard to his Mass in D, could just as easily be applied to his famous Requiem, do not wonder that I am so religious, an artist who is not, could not produce anything like this. And yet not only Protestant composers, but also those whose Catholic faith was weak or non-existent wrote masses for the dead. After all, human life is itself is the supreme drama. And what imagined scene could be more powerful than that of the individual soul pleading the case for salvation before the Almighty? The term requiem comes from the Latin word, the first Latin word of the mass, which begins... Requiem eterne dona eus domine. Grant them eternal rest, O Lord. The structure of the formal Requiem Mass and, and its Latin text developed within the Catholic Church over time and composers have generally picked up and chosen and even added when setting sections of the death mass propers. The Requiems of the classical and Romantic periods generally use some or all of these parts. <clears throat> 